What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. I am a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I have since healed my way out of that, and now I'm using all of my social media platforms to raise awareness around the dangers of multi-level marketing, some of the leaders and the tactics they use to, in my opinion, prey on other people. And I am really excited about this episode because we have been talking about doing this for quite some time. And she was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And totally cool. But I am excited because I am sitting here with Andrea, who is a former Empire member and her and I have been chatting for some time and uh, I'm just going to let her kind of intro herself and then we're going to dive in because I know this is going to be really juicy. So Andrea, you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Hey guys, um, I'm happy to be here. Uh, Not going to lie, I was trying to reschedule again, but (laughs) I told Erin not to let me cancel. I think it's time to tell my story. Um, So I'm a mom of two girls and uh, Right now, I'm back working with the family business. I do a little bit of bookkeeping, um, HR, that sort of like office management kind of stuff. Um, but I also have a background in personal training, um, fascial stretch therapy, and a little bit of nutrition, not registered nutritionist or anything like that. But I, I was, my passion was like fitness and just coaching others. So I did that on the side, um, working full time with my, with my family business, but um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now, but my history (laughs) might take a little while, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's dive into the history a little bit because I think it's important to understand for people to understand your background a little bit more. Uh, One thing that I, and I know we kind of have already talked about this before we started recording, but one of the things that I can go back and look at are specific time frames where I was vulnerable in some way, shape or form. And so I don't know if you want to kind of touch on your background and share, you know, what you were sharing before we started recording, I guess. Yeah, sure. So basically I went to university after um, high school and I took like sciences, biology, and uh, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was basically just, you know, doing the courses, wanted to get my degree, figure it out later kind of thing. Um, I ended up going back to work with my family business and finding like a little bit of interest in the accounting and everything like that. So I was, I was happy there for a little while and uh, like family business has its own other challenges. Like my whole family worked together. So a part of me was like, I always just wanted my own thing, like my own business. I had that entrepreneurial itch. So um, back in 2013, 2014, um, I actually got married and divorced within a short period of time. Um, so that kind of time in my life, it was like, I was ready to like, you know, start a family. And then that was kind of all like the rug was pulled from under me. So I kind of like liquidated my life, um, left the family business, went back to school to study like more nutrition and fitness and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to get into the fitness industry. I just want to help people. I want to have my own business. So that's when I went back to the university of Guelph. So around 2013, 2014. Um, I started to take a bunch of courses, nutrition and fitness, and then I took the personal training certification course. And that's when I was like kind of asking around like to find a job, what the other students were doing, because I was like a little bit older at the time. Um, They're all like 20s and I was like getting into my 30s, (laughs) but it was fun. Um, So one of the girls that we became close friends with, Michelle, she... um, she was like, oh, well, I, I just sell some nutrition products on the side, like, because I do have clients already and whatever. So I was like, that's smart, actually, because then I could just, you know, whether it makes me a lot of money or a little bit now, like I can get going with that in, in the time that I'm trying to get clients, right? Um, so she's like, yeah, come by my house. I can like show you, show you the stuff. So it turned out to be an Arbonne, <laughs> um, Discover Arbonne. So it was just like me her upline and uh, I think one or two other girls from our class and like I didn't know anything about multi-level marketing but I did know I was I've been to a spa party before but didn't really I just bought a couple things like I didn't I wasn't really like I didn't know all I knew was as soon as she said at the house um, yeah like you can sell product and make money or you can like train other people as well to sell product and make 
residual income and I was like oh like a pyramid thing like that was my immediate response but I didn't think of it in a negative way yeah she was like kind of laughing like haha yeah like it's not but yeah kind of right so I was like yeah like I'm in like that makes sense like because I you know I can make my own hours and um I can sell product I I I don't know if I want to train people but like just the selling of the product on the side and training people because I was like if the product works for me like I'm happy to share that right and I did like the product I like the protein I I like the nutrition stuff but the thing in hindsight was at the time of signing up I was like I don't know like what do I need to get to get started right like and they're like oh you can make your own package but you want to you know like urbanize your whole home so that's when I started to like kind of be like okay like I'm buying stuff I'm never going to use and then we can't retail the product so like I probably still have product from like 10 years ago that's like my bought that I wasn't ever going to use and um, but at the time I feel like that phrase urbanize your whole home goes all the way back to Amway because that's one of the things Amway does Mm -hmm. is well if you're using a product that Amway carries you should always use the Amway product and I think that that is a perfect example of how that business model has carried has been carried forward to all of these MLM companies that that's a perfect example of that yeah and they were like all about the house parties at that time right so it was like you know if they're gonna use your bathroom the soap is there like they want to they don't want to see any other products because you're you know yeah and at the time I was like yeah like this this makes sense like you hit me at the right time like this why didn't I know about this before and like you know at the time and I'm still friends with Michelle and um I haven't connected with her in a while but like you know we're still on good terms I'm not even sure what she's doing now but um she like I mean I was probably like the most perfect prospect for her because I was just like I'm in swipe like I'll buy every one of everything I'll try it all yeah um and I promoted pretty quickly in that um, I got to meet our like up like the national vice president, which at the time like you think the title is like whoa like yeah I can meet her what so we used to go to her house every every month for like the regional meeting to get like awards and and I'm all about that like because I think I was lacking that in my full time job when I worked with the family because like you're in a family business my dad's not going to be like good job like every time I do my job yeah. and stuff but I liked that recognition kind of thing right yeah. So like, as soon as I started getting that, I was like, I was all in. Right. Um, so I promoted what happened was I moved back home and I booked a bunch of like one-on-ones with people on one day. And that leader, she actually came down, which is like an hour away from where she lives. And she literally, we sat at a coffee shop and like one after another, after another. And I think I signed up like seven or eight people, like family and friends, um, got my sister in she got a few friends in so I literally built my little pyramid within a day and that was my biggest check that month right so I was like my belief was like ooh, like I can make this work but then again in hindsight I'm like was I gonna do that every month like sign up eight to ten people every month like yeah so my belief in the Arbon kind of dwindled because I'm like the stuff's expensive like you know yes, my mom and her friends loved the product and they, they had the money to spend on that kind of skincare. But then it does chase and replace was just very draining. Right. So God, that's I, the I, perfect term chase yeah. and replace. Yeah. So I kind of saw it as like, yes, it's a consumable product. Um, yes. People love it. It's working for them. Um, it's easy to sell it that one time, but then it's like, okay, three or four months later, they might reorder but in the meantime, I need to get new. And I was like, I'm not really a salesperson in that sense. Mm-hmm. And so I started working at gyms at this time. And I thought, you know, as I get clients, like they'll ask me like what supplements to use and stuff. And then I can refer them to the product and it'll start like snowballing again. It's fine. So I focused on that. But then at the same time, like personal training's not cheap. So I'm taking like six grand from you for the year. I, I felt like icky to be like, also buy this product 300 extra bucks a month. Like So I just didn't even really offer it unless people were really asking, you know, so that kind of went on the back burner, which they said, you could just put this business in your back pocket. And when you need money, you can pull it out and promote it. And then you can put on the back burner when you, when you don't need it. Right. Wow. And and I was like, cool, but yeah, like I'm not making any money. So whatever. (laughs) Um, So that, so then around 2015, 2016, so I wasn't really, I wouldn't say I did it full time. We weren't even really into social media or anything at that time. So 
Um, it was just home parties. I couldn't be bothered to do them. I didn't do the system, which was like book four parties right away. You sign someone up, book four parties with them right away and fill your calendar. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing it. And we know so, how much they love when people don't follow the quote unquote system. Yeah. But the best part was, I remember going to the one region meeting when I promoted to area manager, which is, I think where Julie Joe was, she was qual for the car. I was area manager for a few months. Um, and they like announced me and I was very nervous. Like I hate being like center of attention in that way where it's like, come up and tell us what you did. Yeah. Cause I was like, uh, like the truth was that my family bought a lot of shit. <laughs> like everyone just bought a lot of stuff for me. And then like, I signed up a bunch of people who didn't end up selling anything, but then it, that's kind of where it stopped. Right. Yeah. So I didn't know what to say. I, I don't even, I think I blacked out. I was just like, yeah, follow the system that I didn't follow. Like, <laughs> So yeah. I was like, I'm not going to region meetings again. I don't want to be center no, right? Yeah, um, you. yeah. So then I was local now. I'm working at Good Life. I went LA Fitness and then Good Life Fitness, which I was like, I loved it there. Was not making like my rent basically, but I just, I love the job. I loved helping people, learning about every individual's needs and fitness and all that. And uh, then I got really, I was there for a year and a half to almost two years. And I got really sick for like, puking couldn't get out of bed kind of sick and I was like what is happening like, am I run down am I burnt out like what's going on yeah um I found out that I was pregnant oh man that's the worst kind of surprise <laughs> <laughs> like oh yay um so I was kind of like that was kind of a rough patch in a way because nobody really knew I was like dating this guy and uh they met him and everything but it wasn't like anything serious so it was kind of like Oof. Yeah. um but you know I 2017 I have Athena in March and uh so so I got sick so I, I talked to my parents ended up telling them and then I was like I can't go back to the gym like I just gave all my clients away told them like I was not sure what was going on and you know I just I took a leave for a bit and then I was like I can't go back I'm just like I cannot like I was so sick for like maybe five or six months of that pregnancy <sighs> so yeah so I went back to work part-time at the office just to kind of like get some hours in and you know figure out what the heck I was gonna do um, not sure if I was going to go back into that industry because like with the kid now, like the hours, like I would work seven in the morning till seven at night. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. So I'm back with the family business, had my baby, didn't really take a mat leave. I was just working, brought her in with me. And then somewhere between having that baby and getting pregnant again, surprisingly in 2018, Yay, surprise. Um, I was like, <laughs> okay I'm really fertile right now I need to like stay away from this guy um but but I was like okay now I got two and they're very close together and I just want to like hang out with them so I started to pick back up the Arbon. I was like you know what I'll just try and sell some stuff online like they bought, had all new stuff so of course I relaunched yeah bought all you bought did you buy all, all the new stuff, stuff too yeah yeah it was like once all my visas were paid off now I'm like, oh, I got available funds. Like, let's go back to Arbon because I yeah. want to stay home with my kids. And they say, like, you know, I did make it work at one time and I wasn't focused on it. But now if I just focus on that, I could get there again, right? There's got to be other moms that want to stay home. And like, that's where my mind went, right? Like, yeah. not looking back now, it's like I was like a predator for those stay at home moms. Cause, but, you know, in, in that moment, I was like, I just really want other moms, mom friends that want to stay home and do this. And we can have little spa parties and bring yeah. the kids and, you know, yeah. Um, so that was 2018 and then into 2019 when I was like, I need to get my fitness back on track. So I was like, Fiona was nine months old and I was like, you know what I can do, let me rent some space and I'll just run some mom and baby classes, whatever. I'll get my workout in meet some moms like it seemed like a perfect like built yeah. like a funnel for again my always my back intention was like how can I funnel people to me that will eventually maybe buy the product too and then become like a recurring customer right yeah um so actually in one of my classes one of the moms came in and she was wearing like a cute outfit I'm like where'd you get that and she's like oh it's Zaya I'm like what is that <laughs> and she was like I go is it one of those things that you can sell and make commissions and she's like yeah I was like okay I'm in like I need to buy to start <laughs> yeah like I was just one of those like people come across me and they're like beauty like um yeah so I was like I'm not building a team though like I learned that from Arvon I'm not doing that because I you know I don't have time to coach people but like 
I need it workout stuff. I'm going to be wearing it. I'm in front of people all the time. Like they might want to buy some of the stuff. Yeah. So now I'm doing Arbon and Zaya retailing the product, running fitness classes. And uh, during this time, my upline, Michelle, she tells me like, Hey, and they started doing weekly calls with Arbon, which I was like, Oh, that's good. Like I, I need that looking back. I'm like, they were indoctrinating because oh, I was like hundred <laughs> percent. I wasn't plugged in at all. They didn't have anything to plug into till then. So I go, this is great. I wish they had this every day, <laughs> like something to, you know? Yep. And then, uh, she tells me, watch this YouTube video. And it was, uh, Jesse Lee Ward. Oh, so this Arbonne was 2019. Upline. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, Oh, this chick is like, firing me up right like her older stuff like that was like the ad tag message system all that kind of stuff I was like this makes so much sense because I'm just trying to figure out how to do this online because I'm not doing home parties I'll do a couple trade shows but I'm not booking spa parties there's no way yeah um and she was doing all the social media stuff so I was like beauty so I just start like stalking her consuming all her stuff and I'm like I didn't even know she was recruiting. I thought she was just one of those like generic, like coaches that did it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So as soon as she said something like, yeah, I'm still recruiting. I was like, where do I sign up? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Guys, I wish you could see the look on her face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I was just like the ideal, like prospect. It was so funny. Um, I mean, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it didn't even take a moment to decide because I was like, the product is perfect because like, yes, Arbon has the nutrition, but I was getting annoyed that they kept getting new makeup and new baby care and da, 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 And it was like diluting, like, what is your specialty? Like when I say Arbon to people, they're like, oh, like the anti-aging skincare. And I'm like, well, we have protein. And it just felt like it wasn't a product that they cared too much about because it was just to try and get into all the markets right which is kind of like what we're seeing with a lot of the multi-level marketing companies now where they're expanding into like cbd and skincare even more so um and essential oils and and different things trying to just grab their piece of the pie essentially and it was like it annoyed me because i was like even just with like box stores around it's like every store is the same now they all have everything and it's like yeah choose a lane and like get good at that or like you know pick a product that you want to be a flagship and cut the cost, but make it better. Like, you know, like, yeah. So I was just getting annoyed at that and uh, just too many options. And I was carrying too much stuff that I couldn't resell. So the things that when uh, prove it, it was like very specific one product. I'm like, okay, that simplifies things. Um, it's a supplement. Let's see if it works. If it doesn't, I wasn't going to sell it. Like if I drank it and I was like, this is shit, like I'm not gonna, but I drank it and I was like revved up. Cause number one, I don't even drink caffeine anymore. Was this the max formula or the nat formula? No, nat. 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 Okay. Just yeah. curious. Because yeah. the people that drank the max formula versus the nat have a very different experience. Yeah. And I remember oh, I was you curious. saying that too. I never tried it. Never tried it. I tried to get my hands on it because people would talk about it. I think I came in like maybe like six months after it left or something. Okay. Yeah. So like, but there was no like lingering packets or anything that and I there was my hands on. There was no, we were at an event and they introduced Nat and we were like, wait, what? Like there was really not an explanation as to why it was more of an emphasis on, well, we're the only company that has naturally fermented ketones, which at the time I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. But looking back, I'm like, but nobody knows what that even means. Yeah. That's what got me was because they were like, we have nine patents on our product and um and I did look around I was like I do see some other products but you can tell that it's like a you know and like the whole like formulation of like the right key like made sense like I took biology I know about like chiral molecules and all that I was like yeah okay that makes sense and yeah I could not find a scientific study that was done on the prove it ones right and I would go on those lives on Wednesdays with the doctors and ask and ask and ask, and no one would ever respond to that oh so that's I was, interesting that kind of I didn't know that yeah, that was kind of fishy to me. Interesting. Um, but I did find other like scientific articles on like on uh, synthetic ketones and things. And but like it doesn't really matter because it's like, well, what's in ours? And like, is yeah. there a scientific study that wasn't done by you guys, like a third right. party or something, right? 
Right. And I, I to this day, I can't find them. I've had a few customers that were, or not customers, but like people asking about ketones and wanting to know that info. And I'm like, you're right. Like I should, I need to find that. Cause you know, like they're like, I'm not going to buy it. If I could just get it at the store, if it's no different, you know, it's cheaper. Exactly. And I'm like, but ours are different. And, and they're like, but my how? Word. Yeah, they're like, take my word. But I, I like to cite my sources. I'm science background, like, and I couldn't. So, um, but that was, yeah, that kind of happened after the fact. But uh, what yeah. got me was, yeah, the, the simplifying of like the choices for my customers, my clients and stuff. And the fact that I like, over the time I was building this mom and baby fitness, I had like the local region, a lot of the moms knew to come to me for the fitness and then COVID hit. Mm. And like, so that's when I just think, I think it was after COVID hit that I joined prove it. Yeah. Cause then I was home again and trying to do the fitness virtually. And I was still following JL. And that's when I was like, you know what? They're all like virtual already, like learning all the social media stuff. I should just like dive in and get all the all that training that she says that like only her team gets right because oh, I, I kept I watched all her free stuff and then I was when she would say like every Wednesday night like exclusive training with me and at the now I'm like she doesn't say anything different like it's yeah, all she just shit just, <laughs> like, she just talks about herself yeah but for me being an outsider and like a you know a super fan on her lives where she like recognized my name and I would go live with her like when she would do those training ones like I requested to go live once and she had me on and yeah you just felt like you were like connected like that she actually knew you because I knew her so well she in my opinion is very good at knowing facts about people that makes it appear that she knows them yeah yep so I felt like yeah like she knows me she knows that I've been like loyal to her streams and like she'll give me some attention and and get me going on this because I know I can crush it like when I you know I got I already have like a client base and follower base like we can we can hit this up so yeah so that's when and then basically that took over because then it was like daily trainings daily power hour and I love that because at the time I'm like my other businesses um they only had a weekly training which I was still getting on and then these guys had like weekly and then like all these separate power hours and you mm-hmm. got connected with sidelines. And I made like a lot of friends that I still talk to to this day that are still in the empire. Yep. But at the same time, like, I can't say I regret any of these decisions. I still have friendships from them, but it's just like the as- the business aspect of it. Like they always say, treat it like a business. Yeah. yeah. If I actually did, I wouldn't have lasted this long because I did not track my expenses because I didn't want to see how much I was spending yeah. on the stuff, you know? I just kept telling myself, like, it's reinvesting, it's reinvesting, it is going to come back. And then when I did go all in and plug in, and I was like asked to train a little bit on some of the Zooms, I think I came right after you left, like, because I don't re- recall you being on any of the trainings or the power hours and stuff. I think I was like the class yeah. of 2020, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I started stepping, I started stepping back, uh, well, at the beginning of 2020, because I had COVID and I was really sick for about six weeks. Yeah. And so I wasn't on a lot of stuff just because I could barely get through the day. You know, I mean, we, at that time we didn't, we didn't know it was COVID and I, you know, was in and out of the ER and just different things like that. But, um, I just couldn't get over it. It was really scary. So I kind of because I was sick, started to kind of step back. And in that space was when I really started to kind of question what I was spending my time and energy on because it was extremely limited. So obviously self-care, family, you know, all of that stuff came first. And then what I found was I didn't have a whole lot left in the tank every single day to do anything extra. So um, at that time, it was when she was doing like the two on two calls and, and the different things that I was, I was a part of all of that. And I finally was like, right. I can't do any of this. I am so sick. Um, and then after that was when I was like, I really started to question what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I was thinking about this on my drive home from the gym this morning <laughs> and um, I launch or make significant changes usually in April of, of each year, there's something. And so in 2020, that was when, uh, we launched our kind of our own groups for our team. And I was just like, we're just going to kind of do our own thing because at that time I really thought, well, we can do network marketing different and Mm -hmm. it's still the same business model. 
Um, yeah. And so I want to say, you know, March, April timeframe was of 2020 was when I really started to go, this doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. And I joined May 11th, 2020. Yeah. And that's right when they were doing the Empire Games. Oh God, the Empire Games. And you want to explain to those that are listening what that is? So when I'm joining... And I, I'm the type that's like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it if it's going to make me sales or money or whatever, right? So I join and they're like, okay, we're starting the Empire Games. I can't remember if we had to put pitch in 20 bucks or something. I was to just going to ask it. if you had to, if there was a pay to play. I think so. I want to say yes, because I remember having like two people on my team right off the bat that came over from Arbonne and I think I was like if you don't pay like we can't do this and I think I was the only one that did do it the first time and that just like just basically forced me into this like like cult <laughs> because I was just like involved with I wanted all the points like you're in a different chat I thought this was genius like you get yeah. to have a different leader um so you're not just like you know there's not that like hierarchy thing going on it was just very team like um yeah, everything about it was like, it seemed great in the time. And it, you know, made me post so much and two shakeups a day. I'm drinking two a day plus more because I got to post it and batch yeah. record. So I'm drinking three or four today. So I could bat like, yeah. And in the midst of all that chaos, yes, I did get a bunch of customers and like recurring customers that I, that I might still have today, but, and it shot me up to rank five within my first three months. Mm -hmm. So I was like, spotlighted you know like she said my name all the time oh yeah sent me like leggings and things and gifts and whatnot um you that know I was like in my glory man. yeah like I was in my glory but in the meantime my personal life was shit like yeah. my kids were little I was like getting mad that they would be like annoying me because I'm trying to record this or like okay then you guys be in it with me and then they wouldn't want to cooperate and then it was like okay, I'll just do this when your dad gets home. And then, but I was so tired at the end of the day. Like, it was just like, I'm not balanced. I cannot balance this, but like, I need to be doing this because it's for us. Like, yeah. you know, I kept thinking like, if you just let me do this now, like hardcore for like a year, it's going to be a machine that runs itself. I'm going to have that passive income that they tell you, right? Like yep. it's already happening. Look at my checks are 2000, 3000 bucks. Like it's full time almost now. But then when you, if I did my hourly rate, like that part okay and you know and everyone around me was kind of giving me faces like they were scared to like say anything that like my my partner at the time like their dad and like my sister and my family because I was like so far disconnected from my family business at this point and like all the COVID stuff that was going on that was kind of my position there was the safety and you know and my sister had to kind of take that on and I'm like I'm doing this like I'll show you guys that I'll be making like hundreds of thousands a month and you know you're gonna see you know it became this like really negative spite thing that was motivating me to, to like you know and it was disconnecting me from like everyone around me and yeah I don't want to say it, it caused my separation with their dad but like we had other stuff going on but it I almost thought this was going to be like that was it like I could support myself with this mm. I could do this on my own like don't need you and like they kind of do promote some of that they really yeah absolutely so, yes. did that get in my head maybe I'm doing a lot of therapy these days and I'm having some regrets there but we're good we're like besties like I think just me my personality like needs that alone time yeah um I hate sharing my kids and I hate when they're not here but I'm getting used to like using this time to be productive and rest and whatever right yeah good um but yeah, that when I look back, I'm like, wow, like I was a bitch, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like just unbelievable. And then it did show me like some things that I don't even, how did I find out the, I think my ex, like at the time when we were fighting, he like called me a narcissist and I didn't really know what that meant. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I was just like, yeah. whatever, like, you know, F you. But now looking back and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like I was very much exhibiting like narcissism in that mode that I was in that I thought I was being so productive I was always online I wasn't hiding anything like yeah. but really I was just like miserable and trying to portray that like these ketones were like lighting me up my brain my motivation you know so there was that phony I didn't like to be fake 
yeah part of it was true but a lot of it was not that I was portraying and I think it just all came to a head in the summer of 2021 Mm -hmm. so I we were separated I was trying to like just be like you know what I'm not I'm putting this all on the back burner everything because I don't know what's going on COVID was kind of like I'm an introvert so it didn't really affect me I was just kind of like cool I don't have to go anywhere now like and nobody can make me feel guilty about that so I was like enjoying it at the beginning um and I had all this time to do all this content creation that was so cringe but (laughs) yeah in the summer I was like you know what I don't want to put my kids in the daycare on my days because I only see them half the time now I'm gonna spend the days with them I'm not gonna have my phone and I just remember going to like my mom's pool and it was just gonna be me and the kids and then my sister was coming after with her kids and we had a little scare in the pool. I walked mm-hmm. away for like two seconds. I could still see them. I was changing and I, and I literally like blinked and all of a sudden my kid's screaming for me and I look over and Fiona's like floundering in the pool. Oh God. And I was like, holy shit. And I, all I could think of was like, imagine I was over there making a video or imagine I was like really yeah. not paying attention on, like, I would never do that around a dangerous situation, but like I was in such a blur, like And that time was a legit, like I was making, I knew I shouldn't have left them like that far away from me, but I could still see she had her floaty on and everything, but the way she fell in the floaty kept her like on her back. So she was like, but it just like, it was just like a wake up call, like be present. And I can't do that when I'm and slow down. Yes. Yeah. I think that, yeah, for me, that was a huge lesson. Be present and slow down. You don't have to grind 24 seven. Exactly. Exactly. And I also think kind of doubling back on when your ex was like, you know, you're a narcissist and you, mm-hmm. I think you said something really powerful there where you said I was exhibiting the narcissist, narcissistic behavior. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and this is just my opinion, but I think that that is behavior that is taught. And I think that there is a lot of people in multi-level marketing that think they have to exhibit these behaviors in order to get to the top. And I'm not saying that there's a lot of narcissists in multi-level marketing. I'm not a doctor and I can't diagnose, nor would I even attempt to. Um, However, that behavior I think is taught. And when I look at some of the, some of these leaders that I've known over the years and I'm seeing behaviors change, it's mm-hmm. very interesting to me that you had that self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I looked into that. I went on YouTube to look into narcissism and stuff. And all I kept seeing was like Jesse Lee Ward or like the leaders. And I wouldn't say my Arbonne leader, like she is a great human. I still have contact with her and like nobody blocked me there. Uh, when I even told them I'm going to do prove it. And I just let the other ones go. Yeah. They were like, okay, all the best. Like Give That's amazing. Tips, you know? Shout like out to them. Fine. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, at that time I was just like overwhelmed and I was also overwhelmed because I'm like, I can't scale up what I want to do because I want to help. I actually want to help people and I'm getting overwhelmed with like the amount of people I don't really know, but they like are talking to me like they know me. And I didn't like that feeling, you know, yeah. like even recently at the daycare, like someone came in and was like, I bought ketones from you. I'm so-and-so. And I was like, Oh. oh yeah and then I had to go like search her online I was like oh yeah and I don't like that you know like I'm used to like knowing my clients so I was like you know what this is just not I get how it could work but I'm not down to like go cold and become this like robot yeah A robot yeah exactly so yeah so I did some research got some therapist um some therapist I got a therapist and got some therapy um stopped stopped working the business through the summer I was still in touch with my friends um another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
that we would have our little private power hour or after hour or whatever. We just like basically open up a Zoom and hang out and I do laundry and they do power hour shit. And I'm like, I messaged two people, I'm over it. Like whatever. I was just, they could tell I was getting disconnected. And they're like, who's gonna hit multiplier? And I was like, eh, yeah. probably not. Like I, I don't care anymore. Probably not. Yeah. Cause I was the one. But I'm getting the laundry right. done. Yeah, exactly. Started just doing real life stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I remember them being like, oh, like Britney Spears, something or other. And I was already on YouTube a little bit more than I usually was. So I'm looking into the Britney Spears stuff. And then on one of the trainings, that really has nothing to do with it, but one of the trainings I was on, Jesse Lee started getting like really braggy and really like, and I don't know if I didn't see it before because I liked some of the things I was selectively hearing. Yeah. But I just started to get annoyed. I was like, why am I like, what is this? And I used to be like taking notes and engaged. And then it turned into like in the background, like I was always on, but it was just in the background now. Then it would be like in the background, but I'm like watching a movie with the kids. So slowly, but surely I was just like, I couldn't even listen to this anymore. Like, what are you saying? Like, I don't care about your car flipping whatever man over the balcony. Like, I don't care. Like, (laughs) I was like, teach me how to sell or like, why am I even on this? Oh my God. Um, and at one point, so they were saying, so now because we're in 2021, but like I remember along the way, there was these little hints, like she would show a picture of the team and it would be like everyone's face. And then there was this like blacked out person. Oh my God. And people in the chat would be like, what, who's that person? And then she'd be like, yeah, wouldn't you like to know? Or like, yeah, if you know, you know, like. And then the leaders were probably in the comments, like. <laughs> and it was like that cliquey of like, that inside joke where you wanted to yep. know, but I was already kind of like outside of the circle now. And I was just like, I don't care. But then I'd ask my people that were in it for a while that were like my friend. I was like, who is she talking about? Like, I need to know. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's like, you know, this Aaron Bees. Like, oh, she hello. Left, she Aaron Bees has entered the chat. And I was like, why does that sound familiar? I'm like, I think I'm following her on IG. So I started looking into you. So that was like the summer. Love that. And, uh, then on one of the trains, so I was like following you on Instagram. I don't think you posted anything about MLM stuff yet. So I'm like, oh, she, whatever. She's doing like this human design stuff. That's kind of neat. Like, so I was just kind of like there. Yeah. Which then, I launched last April. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I went back to look at the timelines. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause you didn't, you, it was like seven months ago that you posted the prove it video. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It was around that time. And then at the same time, someone said something in a chat on one of the trainings about, did you see that YouTube video or what about, and JL like shot it down and was like, yeah, like I'm going to care what some chick with yellow hair and roots this long are going to say about me. So I'm coming from a chick that used to have yellow hair and long roots. Okay. (laughs) So I'm like, I go on YouTube. I'm like, Jessie Lee Ward, yellow hair. (laughs) I'm trying to find out who she's talking. She would not say, she's like, I am not sending you guys to her video. Like we're not bringing attention to it. And I'm like, I need to know. But I also didn't want anyone else to know that I was like digging. Right. Yeah. But when I talk about it (laughs) on a team training, if you don't want to bring attention to it. Exactly. You could tell she was kind of breaking character almost, or like the mask was falling off because it was affecting her. So I ended up finding um Chelsea and Savannah because mm-hmm. at the time I'm like Chelsea didn't have like dark roots but then I found a video of Savannah and she did have roots and I was like that's the one so then I just went down the hole down the rabbit hole <laughs> yeah missed every zoom for like three or four weeks everyone was like where have you been da, da, da. I'm like I'm having the summer with my kids and I'm on yeah. YouTube I'm just consuming right yep. now and at the time I was correcting Chelsea and stuff like messaging her being like she doesn't charge for the team zoom. Like I was defending her a little. I'm like, she doesn't charge for that. You're right. She does say that kind of shit. And that is kind of cringe. Like I would correct her and she would have a good conversation. She wasn't mean to me or anything. Like she was just like, Oh, good to know. Good to know. Like I'll correct that next time, you know? Yeah. Did you uh, know, speaking of Savannah's video, I don't know if, I don't know if you're aware of, you might know this now, but at the time I bet you didn't know that on Savannah's video, Savannah blurs out everybody's face. Every content creator kind of has their, their own thing. Savannah blurs people's faces out. That's her choice. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. She had Jesse Lee's face blurred out. Jesse Lee went onto the video and was like, Hey, don't blur my face. I love this. And that is what kicked all of the anti MLM content creators. Yeah. Seeing her. And really starting to react to the, right. the stuff that she's putting out. I don't right. know if you know that, but. No, I didn't really realize that. was that. what I did know she like, off. commented on it. Yeah. 
that's so funny because yeah, yeah I think at the time she's just like yeah no press is bad press but then now she's like oh god <laughs> you ruined my brand um yeah. but yeah so then I just I found all them and then I think around that time I asked again about like Aaron B's like what happened there I wanted to know what happened and then one of the girls in that group was like go look at her YouTube I was like what and there it was why I left prove it why all of, and then I just was like I think I messaged you at that point was like here's my yeah. situation and then you were live I wish I screenshotted what I was saying on your live that night but that's when I was like we were talking about fitness we weren't even talking yeah, about exactly prove and it think, or any, like it was all about working out and nutrition and just that's yeah. all and your human we design talking. stuff I was asking about that yeah and uh I think that person or someone in there told someone that I was on the live. Oh yeah. They watched like a hawk. Yeah. So I knew, I knew I was like, I'm not engaging on her stuff. Cause like, I don't want anyone to see. Right. Cause I I was just kind of in the background. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. And you were still processing. Yeah. That takes a long time for a lot of people. Yeah. And then I think that live, I think something you said triggered me and I was like, you're right. Like, no, this is garbage. Like, no, no, I can't even, I'm telling everyone to stop. Like I, you know, and then I just started spilling my tea a little bit. Yep. Say, I think I said something about like, yeah, front loading is a joke. Like yeah. I did like that prove it. And I think I even said this, I did like that prove it allowed you to resell product. Cause I couldn't do that with Arbon, and I just have stockpiles, but at least I could liquidate that when I yeah. need some quick cash or whatever. And uh, also consume it or whatever. But uh, it got out of hand with like new flavor every day, new sale every day. I was like, relax. Cause you're making me feel like I need to buy all this shit yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't control myself. Yeah. Um, well, but, we were pushed. Uh, yeah. We were pushed to order the new stuff because yeah. that's, you take your business seriously, yeah. you know, and then you sell, if you, if you order a, a new box, you know, you sell 15 of them and then you're yeah. the five are free that you get to drink or whatever. And yeah. there was it a lot of sense. emphasis on that, yeah, which is front loading. Sense. That's front yeah. loading. Yeah. Like they make you think like, oh, you sell free pre-sell. 10 packs and then you get yours for free or whatever. It's like, okay, but it's not that easy to sell. And for me, it was a little bit, but my team, no. Exactly. Because they don't I have mean, like customers I, or prospects lining up. Like, I think but, there yeah. is a small percentage of people that sell a lot of trials within yeah. Prove It as a whole, not even just yeah. specifically, you know, exactly. focusing on just the empire. I think that there's a mm-hmm. small percentage of people mm-hmm. that sell a lot of trials um, but I think the majority of people, and again, this is just my opinion based on my experience in this company, yeah. that there are a lot of people and we see it in, on the reels and we see it on the videos yeah. and we see these shelves behind them that are full of boxes that have the clear wrapping on them still yeah. on the, sh- like taking over the shelf. We see the front loading. So yeah. the gaslighting around, oh, well, that doesn't happen. Well, Somebody explained to me why this person who hasn't hit whatever rank has all of this product on their shelves, in their videos, on their reels. Somebody yeah. explained that to me, knowing what my experience was like and mm-hmm. the emphasis on buying trials and the emphasis on the new flavors. Somebody needs to explain to me, yeah. like we're seeing it and they're like, oh no, that's not happening. I know. I know. And I felt bad. Cause like even some I had, and I realized this cause I used, I worked closely with one of the girls on my team and we were the same person. Like we had this like other income. So we were able to like spend the money to get the new stuff and always be current and, you know, like show that we taste tested the new thing. And yeah. I was, I was selling enough to cover mine. I was breaking even at the end of the day, but she was like getting frustrated. Like I'm doing all the things I'm posting every day, like in my stories and I'm doing the power hours and I'm not selling anything. And I'm like, and her full-time job was a very like prestigious job. So I'm like, focus on that. But she really wanted to get out, right? Like she's yeah. like, but you know, I can see the vision that like, this could be it, my retirement. Like, yeah, it's right now, there. I just have to keep going. I just have yeah. to stay consistent. It's right there. It, yeah, it broke my heart. So I'm like, it's not you and it's not what you're not doing on social media. It's just not going to work. Like, yeah, you know, you can go full-time in this and it's still not going to work. Like, I did both. I did the part-time. I did the full-time. Yes. I 
was making decent checks, but like at the end of the day, if I did my hourly rate, it was not a livable wage. Like, yeah. and I lost things in my life. Like the sacrifice is not worth it. Yep. Um, so I remember after summer and kind of like watching the anti-MLM stuff and being like, they have good points, but I'm going to use this as my guide to now not post such cringy stuff that would go on their radar. Okay. I'm going to post like educational with sorting, like citing my sources. And then I couldn't post anymore because I was like, I can't find any sources for this. <laughs> like, so I just like literally just went dark because I was like, okay, I post this. No, because I can't say that like, these benefits, like without yeah. the scientific study and I can't, I'm not doing a business live. I'm not telling my story because my story is so different. I was a trainer. So I'm going to be just like, if I could talk to personal trainers and be like, here's how you do it on the side, then yeah, that could work, but not the general public. Like yeah. it wouldn't make sense. And like even stay at home moms, it wouldn't make sense unless you have a background in fitness that you could amalgamate the two. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, yeah. I couldn't be that generic type of inspirational, whatever, because I don't know, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. And I think they were doing one of those giveaways, which I know you guys did a video on those giveaways. One of them was great. One of my people that were in it want to watch, like they loved it. It was whatever. That was at the beginning when they started doing these giveaways. Yeah. Question for you, because I know you did, I know you did a lot of like back-end stuff with the the giveaways. Uh, Those were really just to get people into the group, right? That's essentially all that was. And switches. It was like the groups were there, they were getting stale. So they had to have another funnel to get people into the group because that stuff wasn't working anymore. Like the Mm. posting a recipe being like, you want the recipe, drop recipe, and then I'll get you in the group. And then people were catching on to that, Yeah, that they were just put in this group where they were going to sell to you. And yeah, there was recipes and things in there. And I thought like, I want to add value to the group. I'll do some workout challenges. So I was doing 10 day challenges every month for a few months. Mm -hmm. And that was a way that I brought my fitness back into play. But then I was like, now I'm giving it away for free to like all these people that yeah. doesn't benefit me. And that's fine. Cause it's not a big deal, but I, so I got other trainers to help me with it. So I wasn't doing all the workouts, Yeah, but yeah, I coordinated that. I was like an admin in the group. She trusted me a lot. I helped with one of the empire events. I sent all the emails out, like set up all that kind of stuff, the shipping of the swag and all that. Cause I, I, I like to be busy and help the, um, the swag you know. that she's not allowed to sell that she's now selling. <laughs> Is she? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm so out of the loop. She, um, on, I'm trying to remember like a merch merch store or something. Yeah. Like basically that? an wow. empire merch store has prices and all kinds of stuff that you can go on there and buy merch. And I'm like, who's getting this money? Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's, uh, great. Yep. And then, yeah, like, even if you go on my Instagram now, like my last proof, like prove, prove it post was the September giveaway. I'm like jumping in the leaves. Cause I was like going to be my last stitch effort of like, I'll try to get people in the giveaway, but I'm like, not really even into it. I don't even think I responded to any of the, cause then it's like, if people like it, if they comment or if they, you know, on that day, like you're free to message them and invite them in, you know, um, I didn't even bother doing that. And that was it. That's when I stopped posting. And that's when I was just like, oh, and then, because then I was talking to you on your live. And then the next day was going to be, I think it was a Thursday. And then Friday was our frontline training. And at that point I was done and yeah. all these things were starting to piss me off. And I didn't know who to talk to about it or like say anything. Cause like, you know, like you can't talk negative to JL or to anyone because you're going to get shunned. So I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to walk away. So I went all out on your live and then, um, I was like, I'm going to record frontline and I'm going to send it to Aaron. Like that was going to be my plan. I'm like, screw it. I'm going to be a mole now until I get caught. I I didn't know that was going to be your plan. That's hilarious. I was like, I'm going to record this and send it. Um, So then I go to get the zoom link and I go into the empire group and I'm like, I can't see the group. Weird. Sometimes there's glitches. So I go into the other group. Can't see the group. Weird. And I, so I messaged my, I was like, can you check if I'm in like simple proof results? And she's like, no, I don't see you in there. I was like, I've been blocked (laughs) like I think I've been removed I'm like oh shit (laughs) and then so I messaged JL I'm like I messaged her on Facebook she didn't see it for a while I messaged her on Instagram didn't see it so I text herself and I like I mean you could pop up the receipts I could send them to you but I was just basically like 
I have a folder called bullshit. Hang on. <laughs> oh my God. I go, um, hey, was I removed from the groups? And then like two hours later, no response. I go, hey, can I get an explanation? And also if I'm going to be removed, can you remove all my workout videos as well? Because at this point I knew I was like, someone saw me commenting. Yeah. I get it. But like, this is brutal. Like she could have just messaged me and been like, why are you commenting this stuff on there? Like, do you have an issue? And I would have been like, yeah, I do. I don't think I want to do this anymore. And like, let's just part ways. Like yeah. all good. Um, and she goes, is there an explainable reason you follow anti-MLM accounts and engage with them? <laughs> I'm like, because uh, I'm allowed to do what I want to do. I go, this is my free time. Like, do you watch my Netflix and see what, what I've been watching? <laughs> like, what? What? And I get that there's like a little conflict of interest, but still at the time it was like, but Aaron does like human design. I'm booked my human design with like, I can't do that just because she's anti-MLM now. Like, right. what? Because I wasn't even really anti-MLM at this point. I was just more like, they have good points. Like, can we try to debunk this? Like, yeah. Where's like, let's get some documents here. Like debunk this shit. Yeah. But yeah, and then the fact that they couldn't, I was like, well, that's, that's your problem now. But I was just like, I wasn't aware that my online activities were being monitored. I follow a lot of accounts. I like to hear and see all sides of things. I'm also very into true crime, human design, and reaction channels. What explanation do I owe you exactly as to what I consume and interact with and who I interact with? I go, this move that you made just basically proves them right. I go, you're pretty heartless. And I never thought that about you until this very moment. Um, cause I was like, literally like everyone's not for everyone. So like, yeah, I can see why people would find her annoying. Even people on my team are like, I can't be on the team training. She's too much for me. And I'm like, I get it, but I need that, you know? Like, yeah. And then when I started to get like kind of annoyed with like her bragging and stuff, I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Um, but I just like, I just said, I have eyes on the groups to let me know once my content's removed, I'm all for the ketones and selling the products. I think I did say that on your live. I go, yeah, like I am totally down to sell the product just, just as like a customer and refer them. Cause you can yeah. still have your referral thing and earn points to get free product. I was like, said that on your live, I go, if anything, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, but building a team is just not for me and that's all they care about. Right. Yeah. I go, I just, I said, I'm not that into recruiting and managing a team. It became overwhelming. Um, and then this is probably why you cut me off of mentorship. Cause she stopped doing one-on-ones with everybody on her front line which was like one of the red flags that I was like, that's weird. Cause that's pretty much why I joined you. Cause you promised well, the that you the coaching and yeah. Yep. And I didn't even book them all the time. I was always slacking on that, but then I was like, oh yeah, I should book a couple one-on-ones and they were kind of useless, which I get why she like cut them out. But at the same time, like that's what kind of drew me that this like big mm-hmm. leader top one in the industry was like doing one-on-ones with me. Right. Yeah. So that when that stopped, I was like, meh. Um, and then I go, and then just to delete me with no conversation or warning after the time I put into helping the empire community grow and providing some value within the groups, etc. I think this is so unprofessional and truly proves the whole echo chamber argument, which makes me very sad. Please remove anything with my name on it within the groups since I am no longer in there. Thank you. And then she goes, wasn't me that deleted you or even noticed, but Thank you for your opinions. You asked why you were deleted. I'm just letting you know. So like it wasn't her, but it was her leaderboard or whatever. But it's her team. I'm your direct. If someone deleted one of my directs, I'd be like, yo, who did that? What's going on? Yeah. And I would message her being like, I'm trying to figure this out. Who deleted you? Why did you do something? Like, right. Like, well, first of all, the fact that you have to have that conversation, why was I deleted? Why was I blocked into like, you're, this, you're supposed to be your own business owner. Yeah. Yeah. But you're getting blocked from groups. Exactly. What? Yeah, exactly. And then it, it really opened my eyes to like the fact that she is keeping that, keeping her team very distant from the corporation that actually pays them. Yes. She doesn't pay you anything she takes money from you prove it pays you go to their trainings they have weekly whatever's and it's more simplified and less overwhelming and distracting from like you know actually making some sales like but Mm -hmm. I just said okay 
Um, maybe you should mention that on your lives that when you're recruiting people, they're not allowed to watch anything else other than your trainings <laughs> and anything that is pro MLM. Oh and she's God. like, I hope your life comes back together <gasps> always. Yeah. And so the last one on one I had with her, I did tell her like, I'm a little bit absent from everything. I'm not as like engaged just because like I'm going through a separation right now and I'm a little depressed and trying to figure out our, our life here, like yeah. with the kids and everything. And she was like, I could tell that you were stressed and whatever, whatever. And she has mentioned that on other lives and things about like having conversations with teammates that were depressed and blaming the, the MLM and all this shit. Right. And I'm like, oh I never did. God. Um, but yeah, she says, I hope your life comes back together always. And we'll always wish you and your girls the best. I think you're incredibly talented. Thank you for all you did when you did meant a lot to me. Oh, I was the like, mask thanks. went back on there. Yeah. I was like, thanks. Hope That's all what that well feels like. Again, my opinion, just my opinion. Yeah. And I go, who can I contact to get my contact removed? Who removed me? Because <laughs> I messaged all the champs and I was like, who removed me? Was it you? <laughs> like, it was just like, did, I, I didn't know you did that. I, I copied and pasted a message to everybody, but like half of them had already blocked me and then they oh would God. see the message and then they block me. Tell me um, you're in an echo chamber without telling me you're an echo, in an yeah. echo chamber. But you know what I'm saying? I can't get that word out. Yeah. I was literally like, if they would have just been like, you're watching this stuff, you seem to be like disgruntled. Like maybe you shouldn't do, or like it's, you don't hire me. Like you're not my employer though, even. exactly. And like, who doesn't talk shit about their job from time to time? Like yeah. what the heck? So it's just, yeah, it's such a cult mentality, right? Absolutely. And then she just said, I'll handle it and make sure that your videos are taken down. And I just said, cool. Were they taken down? Did you? I, yeah, I think they were, which I is wonder... funny because it would be like a workout challenge and it would be like day one is not there. Day three is there. Day four oh, okay. and five are not there because it was me in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's all kind of a mangled mess now. But yeah, so then ever since then, I've just been like, you know, everyone's biggest fan on anti-MLM content and I just was like <laughs> I'm here for it um I couldn't believe it I was like I literally defended her that it wasn't an echo chamber because she did in my opinion take accountability for certain things but when I look back I'm like no she did so that was gaslighting and like that Absolutely. was deflection and all the things I've been learning in therapy and you know, and I did send her some videos that really helped like open my eyes to my shit that I was doing to people. And she, she, I had a message from one of my teammates. She was like, I was just on TikTok and I just saw JL live. So I was watching and she, I think she was talking about you. She said, one of her teams just went ape shit, crazy, psychotic and sent her like narcissist videos and like sent it in the chats and everything. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. I go, I sent her the narc videos but what I sent in the chat was Aaron's video. Oh my because, God. I could so right, not believe you did that. That is so I did <laughs> Yeah. So like, basically I was like, who can I, I'm going to go send people Aaron's video because I know I'm in some chats from like the empire games, like all those freaking chats. Right. So I go look and like, literally as I'm looking at them, I'm being removed. I'm being removed. I'm like, oh, shit, shit. So like, I would go to the ones that I wasn't removed and I'm like, Sent the video, sent the video, sent the, it was the, the lineup of chats. It was like Andrew oh sent a video, sent, 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 sent. And, and then, by uh, the way, for those of you listening, if you are one of those people that saw my video after Andrea put it in the Empire chats, uh, I would love to interview uh, you and get your side of the story and like what that experience yes. was like. Just message me on Instagram because I know you're out oh, there. Man. I tried to find one because I wanted to see what, because I had a message written as well with the link, basically saying like, I have just been deleted with no warning and no good reason because people knew me because I was kind of like in the background or I was being spotlighted or I was doing the workouts. Like I wasn't just like a nobody on the team, even though I wasn't making huge volume, but like I figured if someone saw me say that, because if I saw someone that I've seen on the training say that like Dre or, you know, whoever else was being spotlighted, like I would have looked into that. Yeah. Just like I heard your name out of the blue and was like, I need to dig into this, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, anyone with any kind of like, any kind of cognitive dissonance will look into this. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, some people were like, what is this? And then next thing you know, it's like group has been deleted and you can no longer message in this group, whatever. So I was did like, it that was, that did was... it tell you who removed you? Do you remember? Jesse Lee. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Even in the one group, which I made, it was the SPR coaches group. 
because it was yeah. all of the trainers that were doing the workouts and I'd coordinate in there, but I made her an admin because she would make sure that if you created any groups, she would have to be the admin. And she's smart in that way because she was able to like remove everybody from the group. Yeah. You know, before. And I was like, shit. Cause if I didn't make her an admin, I'd have access to 40 people right there. Like that yeah. I could talk to. Right. But I, it was never my plan to go in there and be like, everybody leave. But I was just like, you know what? Like you just did that shit. Like yeah. I'm at least going to send them some accurate information before I go. Yeah. And well, then, thank you uh, for that. Just, yeah. just saying that my video is accurate information. Uh, yeah. I'm grateful for that. So thank you. Yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, yeah. And then I just feel like ever since then, I've just been chilling, getting my life back in order. We moved like new chapter. Um, I went so back much and more forth. peaceful too. Oh yeah. Noticed. Like, yeah. And I mean, I have my little like monthly breakdowns or whatever, like PMS, whatever. Who doesn't like mom That's life. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like fewer and far more between more time between, you know, it's really so, interesting uh, though, because when, when you first started, when we first started communicating and you would send voice messages, your voice messages were so chaotic. Like it was just, they were so, much so <laughs> chaotic. And now there's, they're just, they're calm. And even though like yeah. you were nervous to do this, I can yeah. feel that nervous energy. It there's, you still were calm. Whereas I, I can yeah. remember very clearly when we first started oh, chatting man. and they were just mm-hmm. all over the place because of being in that chaotic environment that I talk about a lot. Yes. You know, it's yeah. interesting. It's very cool. The ketones to too. I feel, I swear those ketones were like freaking cocaine or something like they would. Cause I, I don't really drink uh, caffeine. Right. I don't do energy drinks. It was yeah. more for me, like situational. So like when I was drinking it every day, I feel like it was just like heightened me, like, like freaking steroid, like I was roid raging. Like, yeah. And <laughs> especially crazy. because I'll, and what, what people don't talk about a lot is you're drinking sometimes four or five ketones a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember we were coached or it was mentioned on a zoom or something where, you know, we put multiple things in. So like back yeah. in the day, I remember it was like raspberry lemonade, lime thyme, yeah. and MCT one, four, three, and you're shaking those up and you're using three products. And then people are like, yeah. what is that that you're putting in? Well, you're putting in two packets and a, a, an MCT as well. And now mm-hmm. what we see people doing is um, a, a packet of Nat, one yeah. of the, the Mexican ketones, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's, absolute, it's absolutely crazy. So when you're mixing two ketones yeah. at a time, sometimes, I, I, yeah, two, I've seen two ketones. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do three or whatever, uh, different combinations. Think about what that costs. Exactly every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they're mixing that up two or three times a day, that could be like six packets of ketones or six servings, if you will, of ketones in a day, which yeah. is wild, whether it's caffeine or you know, caffeine yeah, or even caffeine non-caffeine. Free, yeah. A lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I, I feel different. Like I, I literally feel like I've detoxed from it all. Like I yes. told you, I went back and forth. Do I do this or do I just leave it behind me? But then I get a message from someone that's leaving their MLM because they've seen something I posted in my story like months ago. I'm like, okay, I need to kind of like put this out there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like a part of me too is like, I love when you guys do the Zoom debunking, like watching a training Zoom and then debunking it because now I'm like... I have so much to say when I see those. And I mean, she's blocked me everywhere. So I can't even my fake account. So I can't like see anything anymore. Yeah. Um, But I can get on the trainings. So I was like, will I venture into this realm of like a little anti-MLM content just kind of as my little outlet? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But a part of me is like, yeah, this, this feels good to kind of get it out there. And uh, yeah, just carry on. I just, now I just, focus on my I'm back at the family business but it's changed also we have like cannabis dispensaries so it's something new and kind of more at my alley so yeah love that. <laughs> um yeah so I've been going back into that more full-time now and just when I'm with my kids I'm with my kids when I'm at work I'm at work and it's I, I need that balance so yeah yeah 
I love that. Yeah. You know, and if I if I can give you any advice, if if uh, if you're wanting advice as far sure. as if you want to step into creating anti MLM content, um, I would say take all the time in process, just like you're doing. And if you feel, yeah. you know, hey, I just I want to react to this, or I have something to say about this, or, you know, for you, I think when people start messaging you and they start interacting more and more and more, I think you'll know if that's the avenue that you want to take. Um, and I think that that's cool. Yeah. And whatever, whatever you decide. Yeah. I like the fact that it's like, there's no pressure. No. Even if like, you know how Mallory like did her one video. She's like, I'm probably just going to do one. (laughs) Now it's like, she's got like 500 videos. Yeah. yeah, But that's how I feel too. It's like, yeah, I have I have to do a couple just because I have a lot to say. Yeah. This kind of opens cans of worms. I have notes here now that I'm like, oh, you'll post about that and explain that further. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, for me, it was the transition because people knew me as like a diehard. I was the one that would go in mom groups. And if somebody was like posted about Sensi or whatever, and then there was those haters in the comments, yeah, the haters, um, I would go defend the industry you know, I was like the one that they would block because they would kick out of the group because I was like defending the industry and like telling these people off. Um, So yeah, when people saw that I posted something, I don't even know what it was, like some anti-MLM thing. And they were like, what? Like my phone blew up because my, most of my followers are MLM people that we connected at trade shows or like we support each other's businesses. And part of me feels bad, but a part of me is like, if you stay, I'm not, I don't hate you. Like I have nothing against anybody that's still in it. Just be aware, like be aware of what you're spending. If you're not making money, call it what it is. It's a hobby. And that's fine. If you, if your hobby is spending money, like go for it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's also important to remember that it's okay to change your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much emphasis in multi-level marketing as far as you've got to be all in. Yeah. And it's okay to change your mind. I changed my mind. Andrea Mm -hmm. changed her mind. So many other people changed their mind. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, Mm -hmm. you know? And some of you that are listening, you know, you, you may change your mind. You may not. And that's okay. You're, you're allowed to make those decisions for yourself. But once you step away from the rose colored glasses you know, when you're in the MLM, you're going to be able to process information a little bit differently rather than through those rose colored glasses. And I think that that's really important for people Mm -hmm. to know. So, um, Andrea, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm glad I didn't let you cancel. (laughs) Yeah. I'm (laughs) I'm excited to like re-listen and be like, Oh, and I mean, continue to do what you're doing. You know, um, I appreciate all of the, the interaction and just the cool conversations that we've had. Um, you know, I appreciate you. I think that your story is really powerful. Your feelings are valid as you know. Um, and is it okay if people reach out to you if they have questions and stuff? Okay. So I'll put, I'll put your info in the show notes and people can connect with you and ask questions and those types of things. And, uh, Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys have an awesome day and um, I'll see you guys on the next podcast episode. Everybody have a great one. Bye guys.